it really doesn't matter who you are or what you're looking to buy. The North Texas housing market presents all kinds of challenges for new home buyers. Yeah, we didn't want to spend over 400000 right? And we started looking at houses 380, 390, but all of these houses were going for so much more than their ask price. So we had to really kind of like come down the market value spectrum and start looking at the 350s, the 360s, so that we knew like if we if we found one that we loved, we would be able to offer the 10% over ask that a lot of these houses were going for. I think that was that was a big surprise. And let's not forget all the brave folks looking to downsize. There are there are properties that are available, but with the supply demand kind of dynamic, they're for me, they're overvalued, right? And so it's uh, if we were to find something that was that met our needs and uh, in value, then we'll buy. But to the extent we can't within the next 30 days, then we'll just rent and go into an apartment for a couple of days. And now that will be a damn adventure. The average home price in North Texas has jumped 22%, and that's in just one year. So right now, it's sitting at $380,000. Factors like market dynamics, global crises, and supply chain holdups all have something to do with the increase. I'm Bailey Friday, and North Texas wants to know, what are the biggest barriers to owning a home today? How do I want to put this? I'm not, I wasn't ready to move. Uh, as I said, I retired at the end of last year, and... We were looking to move uh, early next year. Thomas Harvey and his wife Donna have moved all around the country for his job. Wisconsin, Chicago, California, D.C., and of course, North Texas. But, quote, early next year got moved up just a little bit to now when a realtor the Harveys knew got in touch with a client interested in moving to Southlake. The realtor basically said, well, if the offer was significant enough, would you consider it? Kind of fast forward. She came and saw the house, said the house would be perfect for their client. The client did a virtual video call of the home, said he liked it. Then the wife came on that Saturday. She liked it. And so it started on Monday. And by Saturday, we had an offer. But when we had the virtual tour before that, I asked Donna, what was our price? Then I said, no, no, stop. Here is our price for me to accelerate and agree to move early. Here's what the price needs to be. And I'm not telling the realtor. I'm not saying anything. They got one time. And if they get it right or better, we'll move. If they come in a penny short, we're done and we're not moving till next year. Well, we're moving. That family the Harveys sold their home to? They're from out of state. And yeah, we've all heard the phrase, don't California my Texas, and the complaints about people moving here. But there is a reason that they are. Texas has a commodity that other parts of the country just don't. So what do you think are some of the bigger factors contributing to those rising home prices? We still have a lot of land. We can, we have space. We have um, challenges as well. But we have people coming in from all parts of the country, number one, that have money and they're selling their houses and they have cash. That's Shannon Ashknos. She is the president of the Greater Fort Worth Association of Realtors and the vice president at JPAR Real Estate. And so our buyers here, we are competing with cash buyers as well. So there's a lot of cash in the market right now, more 
probably than I've ever seen in the last 27 years of real estate. And there's something else. Buyers in Texas are competing with more than in any other state in the country. They're called institutional buyers, basically large companies buying up multiple homes. More than a quarter of home sales in Texas last year went to these groups, 9% more than in Georgia, which ranked second. The National Association of Realtors reported that just last year, among U.S. counties with the highest percentage of home sales going to institutional buyers, six of the top 21 were in North Texas. And we've had a large number or a number of large companies coming in, adding their footprints. How's that impacted the market? They have gobbled up a lot of those um, homes, the starter homes, and turned those into leases and into rentals. So we have seen that impact. And I think that that's where it's kind of hurt us the most. Typically, our first time home buyers was in 150, 200, 250 range. And for those people who are kind of in that range, there is no market for that right now. It really has been eaten up by investors. And just the fact that our values have gone up so much because Our values in the last 12 months went up like 19.4% in one year. Okay. And in other parts of the country, it's kind of different, but across the board, I think it was like 25% in a year. And typically what we like to see is anywhere between three to 5%, which is a really good growth for your values and everything else. But with these jumps, um, that has really taken that first time um, home buyer kind of out of the market almost. Almost, or at least forced them to adjust. A lot of the houses we were looking at in Grapevine, Flower Mound, Roanoke, they were in the, the 380s, the 390s, and we just, we put our offer down on a couple of them. And we just, we weren't competitive. Michaela and Abby Ongaro bought their house in North Richland Hills in October of last year, close to, but not exactly where they were originally looking. Here's Michaela. But my wife currently works in Colleyville and, you know, whether she wanted to move positions down the road, I work at Fidelity in Westlake. So I was good basically wherever in the Metroplex we wanted to be. But for her, we wanted to keep her kind of centralized in the Metroplex just in case she wanted to go work in Dallas or wanted to go work in. Fort Worth, right? So that kind of cut off those like the Justin areas or like even further out towards like Rockwall and things like that. So you might go into some little towns, you know, like um, even might be able to find something in Azel. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with Azel. It's kind of a Northwest area of the DFW area. So kind of looking out into some of those, we might find some things Michaela is 26. Abby is 27. They're among the group having the toughest time entering the market right now. And I can relate because I'm 26 and my husband's 27. A lot of our friends are buying homes or they're trying to buy homes. And they say the process is not at all what they expected it to be and not in a good way. The average age of, um, of home buyers right now is 33. Okay. So those who are 33 years old, that's the biggest market that's getting in and purchasing homes. And, and my kids are actually in that age range. I just sold my daughter. She just bought a house and my son um, as well. We have to realize that that market right there and all of those behind it, that's what's coming up. 
So despite high prices and limited supply, millennials still make up 43% of home buyers this year. And it's true, you do have those lucky golden ticket moments. My brother and his wife, both in their mid-20s, are coming up on the one-year anniversary of buying their first house. I will say, having watched that process, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they both aged 30 years but they did really love their realtor, and the home they ended up in is beautiful, so the experience was not all bad. With the values going up, that first-time homebuyer market is very small. So those little guys who are trying to get into the houses for the first time, you know, their price ranges have gone up. And if they were saving for the last two years and thinking, you know, I'm going to find something for maybe 250 now you're looking at like 350 so that's a big difference and a big jump from just a couple of years. We've established the challenges facing everyone in this market, but what's influenced them? So if you want to take, say, even the baby boomers, we expected those guys to start selling their houses and moving into something else or downsizing or moving into a retirement home. Well, guess what? People are living longer and they are stronger than they used to be. So they're not selling as quickly as what we thought. So that part of the housing market we thought would free up and become part of the inventory has not really come to fruition. Ashkeno says world events contribute to the lack of housing inventory too. So everything from COVID, of course, to the war in Ukraine has an impact on the supply chain. So think about this. Houses are being built and there was an issue with windows. So when you're building a house, you get to a certain point, you can't continue until you have the windows put in. And so now the builders are having to go through and they're working with some of the cities and stuff that are doing really well saying, hey, let us finish through because, you know, this part of the house hasn't come in yet. And so they're allowing them to work on other areas because typically you do go in a certain range when building a house. So the supply for that has been a little bit stuck or paused, I would say. With all of the hardships, you might be asking, if it's so hard to find a home, why are people still moving here? What makes Dallas-Fort Worth so desirable? The answer? Simple. It's still cheaper here than it is in most other major cities. For now, how do North Texas home prices compare? to other major metropolitan areas? Um, well, North Texas is still an extremely great value. Okay, we're doing, we're doing very well. We have jumped, the rest of the country has jumped too. So they're jumping up as we're jumping up. We're catching up a little bit, but we still have an amazing value here. Uh, we, they can still come to us. We're seeing that coming. I recently had somebody from out of state buy right next door to me and just met them. They're very excited to be here too. It's like everybody loves and they want to be where we're at. I think that the market is normalizing, right? The, the Dallas-Fort Worth market, I think, you know, when you compare it to Atlanta and other cities that are a similar size and have similar commerce and corporate headquarters in particular markets, uh, I think Dallas has always been undervalued. And I think there's just a 
a correction, if you will, around just the value of Dallas real estate. So the current market is a little crazy, but I think some of that has to do with just the normalization of uh, Dallas being an undervalued market. While the Harveys look for what they want in a home, they're doing it knowing they helped a family out. My wife said, hey, we need to, you know, pay it forward because she had a, had a family that is desperate. And we were in that circumstance twice. And as a, as a mom with two kids, having enrolled in school, all of those things, uh, she said, we're empty nesters. Our kids are grown. They're doing their thing. We're moving anyway. So let's just accelerate it six, nine months and just pay it forward to this, to this family. The Harveys are now officially on the hunt for a new home, but they say they are not going to rush the process. They have an idea of what they want, and they are not going to settle. You don't want that. We want to downsize, and we want to be able to lock and go, right? So we're really looking for a very small, zero-footprint lot that we can doesn't require a lot of maintenance and has space for my grill outside because I enjoy grilling. So as long as, long as it has some elements and it's a good place to entertain, Donna has her elements and things of that sort that she, she wants. Uh, most important to me, it's a, just a little space where I can put a grill and cook outside and you know sit outside with a screen porch. Those are some of the things. So I could probably go through a list of about 20 things that we'd love in our home. When it comes to buying or selling a home in a market like this, it seems there's no right or wrong way to do it. Everyone has their own takeaways, their own lessons learned, and their own advice to give. I think just take your time, right? It's a crazy market. Go into it slowly. We started looking around at Zillow, getting excited about owning a home, and then started just tentatively poking around. You know, lean on your realtor, lean on your friends who have bought previously as well, and it's a phenomenal trip. It's, it's very exciting. There's a lot of emotions involved with it. I would say be prayerful and to the extent you can be patient to find what you want and not sell, right? Because, you know, this is a huge investment. And one of the things that we've always, always with every home that we bought, location, location, location. One of the things that we look at is budget, okay? Because you don't want to get the biggest house that you can afford. You need to have margin in your budget, number one. And what is that going to be? Okay, so you wanted this. You know what? This is probably priced out. So let's start here. I'm Bailey Friday at News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas, Fort Worth. Thanks for joining me on our new podcast, North Texas Wants to Know. If you liked the show, please give us a rating and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by Chris Blake and Savannah Jones. Original music by Michael Eisenstein. Editorial support from Cooper Mall. Odyssey's managing producer for national news podcasts is Myron Kaplan.